You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 178 of the Black Eagles Podcast. I'm your host, Sinan Schwarden, live from a sweltering New York City summer. Uh, with me today, a special guest coming in from the uh, the motherland, if you will, uh, from Turkey. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Armstrong. Thanks, the prodigal thanks, son. Man. Yeah, <laughs> took That's a lot of took a lot of doing um, uh, with yeah. scheduling and then got the technical issues as well. Yeah. Sorry, I'm being blasphemous on a, on a religious <laughs> holiday, yeah. aren't I? I gotta I'll, I'll bleep that one out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so how are you no doing, problem, sir? Man, honestly, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I've been really busy lately, so uh, we'll be traveling with some. <laughs> stuff that I was uh, taking care of you know, so I couldn't really <laughs> take the time to come here and do this with you but uh, no hey no we're, we're finally able to do it so I'm glad uh, and um, I'm looking forward to it man it's always it's, a lot of fun doing this with you so yeah, it's the I'm summer. happy to be here we can yeah, relax exactly no, no yeah um, yeah um, so where are you now uh, like, right now I'm in Antalya uh-huh. Yeah, I'm in Ontario. Uh, I had some friends coming in from Belgium. Nice. Uh, and England, obviously, some some of my pals. Where we decided to just uh, have a week here, and uh, uh, I'm taking care of a bar here. So uh, oh. we had some stuff that we needed to do with regards to that. Uh, yeah. Wow. So yeah, all around. Just I've been I've been traveling a lot lately, like going back and forth. Uh, so yeah, I mean <laughs> that's why. I couldn't get the time as well, probably. Uh, I mean, I'm no just worries. like doing a lot of stuff lately, but yeah, but I'm back and forth, right now. You mean back yeah. and forth between Antalya and, and... Other cities and abroad as well. I've been to Belgium and stuff. Nice. So you're, so, you're yeah. jet setting. Yeah, exactly. Doing a lot of COVID testing and uh, that type of thing. Okay, I should probably say that. Yeah, that's yeah. alright. That type that you actually stuff. kind of beefed it yourself somehow. Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> did you? Did you? Uh, are you vaxxed? Can you get vaxxed over there? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm getting my double jab soon. Uh, in probably uh, in four days. Uh, if nice. I if I recall correctly, yeah. That'll probably so, put you at ease quite a chill. bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm already quite like confident and relaxed about the whole COVID thing because um, I've heard the first dose also like helps a lot with regard to giving some protection and I've you been, got uh, antibodies st- now yeah yeah and also I'm like uh, I'm still like quite uh, <laughs> protective uh, and like cautious about the whole COVID stuff so uh, I'm not like really complacent yeah I'm still taking uh, full caution good so man. yeah good. it's chill yeah I know numbers are kind of up in Turkey here in yeah. the states like they've gone down but they're going back up because like all the it's it's actually fairly remarkable. It's like I think ninety nine percent of the of the cases where people are, are getting seriously hospitalized and certainly dying are are the unvaccinated. So like um, yeah, you know, exactly. That's that's get the thing. Like, we, get it, folks. We, we might get infected. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely. Uh, this is a <laughs> public statement. Go and get your exactly. Yeah, PSA. <laughs> Black Eagles podcast PSA. <laughs> get your jabs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, like we, we we might get infected. I mean, it doesn't prevent that, but still, like the mortality rate has just dipped pretty much in the UK. It's like uh, I think 0.012 right now, from like when like six percent I think before the whole exactly. vaccination program started. Exactly. So like that that shows that it's actually working. Yeah. No, and, and well, it's, it's to the point now where with the vaccine, you, you might. You know, like already there was like symptomless, you know, you might not know you had it, but you could still spread it. And I think that's 
extra the case now because for those of us who are vaccinated we wouldn't really uh it wouldn't really do too much to us we might just think it's like seasonal allergies or something right so and that's also why i'm still yeah. wearing a mask even though uh even though i'm, I'm vaccinated it's just for like the sake of others you know you don't you don't know who else is protected i guess so, exactly um, yeah ideally everybody would be but you know that's that's life um Let's talk yeah. Beshi Tide. <laughs> okay, yeah. A lot of people are like, Let's uh, talk about the important stuff now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, and it's, it's, I haven't had you on for a while, and so we actually, we, we get to do the whole season review thing, which, Yeah, you know, I think, it, I think the fun. last, the last episode I was on was the one after the Fenerbahce Derby, I think. Uh, yeah, if I recall exactly. correctly. I think that was exactly. the last one, the one that ended in a draw. Yeah. So, I mean. It's fun actually, like this episode is way more exciting, we're going to talk about the season and obviously the whole uh, transfer window Saga, the saga well. the, Yeah, exactly, There's, which and, is and probably no, the most fun time of the season for exactly, many people And we have, we've been off for like a, a week and a half so um yeah i like i pretty much only confirmed like sally uchan you know like that's the only trance so we've got we've got a lot of fun stuff we've got kenan we got sally and we got memet to power i think those three. that's right no yeah since uh, then that's what i mean yeah. no i just mean we have i i oh, yeah, yeah. we, we haven't yeah. been oh, on okay, air even yeah so we yeah, get yeah. to talk right, we get right. to talk about a lot of fun stuff so um i guess first let's talk about the season that's that's now concluded because it's it's i think Already the stress is very high for the uh, the transfer window, right? So we've got mm-hmm. to now um, move our focus, uh, try to get remember the good times, get the, get our spirits back up, right? Uh, so, yeah. like, what are your thoughts on the season that passed? Before I ask you any like specific questions, you know, do you have any overarching feelings? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Right now, I don't particularly feel anything. Uh, I think, uh, personally, <laughs> yeah. my excitement ha- has worn off a bit. But um, again, it was like it was a really, really emotional season uh, with everything. It was really intense at moments. Like it looked like we would blow it at a certain point. Uh, sure did. It was like really intense, yeah, because we, we were ahead by many points and like we started like stumbling and. Uh, Galatasaray, as usual, were there to snatch it, but we managed to see it through. So, in the end, it was like a really, really, really meaningful uh, victory for us. Uh, for sure. I said really three times. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's alright, it's alright. I mean, it was, it was that meaningful. But so, but so, like, do you, do you recall, like, going into that last, like, two, two or so match days, really, like, yeah, had you had you become like nihilistic? Were you were you did you give up? Where you're like, ah, oh, we're gonna bottle this? Like we've we've let it. I slip. didn't give up. Like I, I I was still feeling confident that we would see it through because I mean, still like we're talking about Galaxy, they had to achieve a lot in order to grab it. I mean, like beating uh, which team they were playing again on last last day? I forgot. I think it was uh, Yeni Malatya score. Yeah. Last they, day? Yeah, I think like like they had to beat them by like four goals. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of what we scored, or like given everything, it was a it was a really intense game. Actually, like uh, we've seen like Yenimalatu score go ahead uh, at a certain point, but they managed to like just come back uh, with that mentality. You you were kind of expecting that, but yeah, uh, what you mattered saw that the a most lot, right? was that we, yeah, yeah, it was intense. We were, like honestly, the ghost of a game, like that forty minutes. Uh, span between uh, Gestepe equalizing and uh, Galatasaray going ahead, they're actually in the first place in the league for that brief time, brief moment, you know? Uh, exactly. But, I mean, again, Gazal stepped up, which will be an interesting point to talk about later on in this episode. Uh, and it kind of like just won it for us and uh, it was really meaningful from that aspect. And, uh, when you look at it, uh, beyond all of this, uh, we really needed to get that UCL money. So that's the like most meaningful part for me. I mean, we were we we're still in a desperate condition with regards to the finances, and we really didn't need the money uh, in order to like get out of this mess that we're in, uh, this economic mess. So it was really, really, really important to do that, and we're gonna sure. we, we will be able to see the team perform in the Champions League. I'm not really uh, hopeful about it, but still, it's always fun to see your team 
play in the biggest stage, you know? Yeah, and, and I feel like it's, at, at this point, it's like, um, like the icing on the cake, right? Like, we, we, got the, we got what we really want, which is sort of success domestically, right? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and like any success we can get in the Champions League, you know, obviously nobody expects us to like m match our successes like under Chanel Ganesh or anything. We don't have the kind of funding. I mean, technically we shouldn't have had it back then either, right? That's how that's what got us into this mess. But um, yeah, I mean, it was probably I think not probably it was the most expensive squad that we've ever had, yeah. and we kind of uh, paying the price for it. I mean, you couldn't have get, really guessed that uh, the economy would tank in this fashion. So, but I mean, again, true. like, yeah, and I suppose you can even so think like, no the previous era, like, remember that whole Portuguese era? Like, I, we, we, yeah, we sort of laid made the bed for this. Like, I don't even know if we can really yeah, blame we, the, the economy. Like, there we, was just we, a, we really made we, we really made Jorge Mendes and the best of Fute, like his company rich during exactly. that era with Demer and then everyone like we were spending a lot of money on like Portuguese players and to Mendes. Yeah. Uh, and it was so, like the, yeah. before financial fair play it really was like yeah. the wild west you know people were yeah. just going into yeah. massive debt it, it was terrible honestly yeah. I, I can't in a way i'm very thankful for the financial fair play obviously although <laughs> that's that's ironic given how impacted I mean, we've been um, yeah that, that's a whole another debate man like let's not get into that I, yeah I, and if, it, if it's implemented it fairly but, right exactly yeah, yeah. it's just like var right like in a vacuum it's a great idea but if you yeah. if you mess around with it and you, you, yeah, you know, I mean, put it in the hands of corrupt it, jerks, it's, yeah, it's really arbitrary at the moment. I mean, like you got, you have like City and PSG doing whatever they want still, exactly, and you have exactly. like <laughs> smaller teams struggling. But I mean, exactly. again, yeah, that's a whole another debate. But I mean, as I've said, uh, for us to get out of this, there's only one thing we can do. We have to invest smart and like get that. Uh, Money, we get to develop that extra income from these competitions and everything because, like, foreign currency is everything right now for us. You can't really uh, earn a lot of money with shirt sales and, uh, no doubt. No doubt. yeah, yeah, those, like, uh, those Swiss, Swiss bank yeah. bankrolls. That's what we need. Um, no, man, so, <laughs> but so, like, going back if you can, um, psychologically, so I, we, we talked about, so you, you, you maintained hope, um, Mm -hmm. Even though things were looking dire for a minute, we pulled through. It was really stressful, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah. like, what was your sense about that title? I mean, for me, I, I, I've been saying that I think it was my favorite championship side in, in my in my life. Yeah. And, I, and, and a lot of people think that, you know, we've had more su sustained success, like better teams. But for me, it's because of what we're talking about, because we um, cut salaries. You know, we basically did things the right way. We were loaning instead of buying outright, you know, kind of being strategic with our finances rather than blowing our load on like old retirees and, and like, you know, hoping for the best kind of which Fenner went like all in on last year, right? They had like three or four guys at each position. So it was, I, for me, it was extra sweet that we won it like the yeah, right way. Yeah, it certainly made it more special. Yeah, right? Yeah, it certainly, it certainly made it more special, so... I mean, so for you, really, like, really... how does it rank, you know? Is it is it your top one? Like, maybe that's, that's a little much to add. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't really rank. I've never actually thought about this. But, like, I'm not sure if it's the first one, but it's definitely out there, I can tell you that. If it's not the most special one, it's probably the second most one. I mean, I don't know. I had, as, I've so, as I've said, like, I haven't really thought about it, but it's yeah. certainly, like, really special. I, I don't like ranking title wins like you know like they're i know it's a weird concept. All the really, really important yeah they're exactly. all really important in the end yeah, and, uh, i mean it's a good the aspect is yeah exactly no i hear that no i mean for me it's just so like being so connected now doing the podcast and, and everything like so like documenting the whole thing and, and being really upset by speaking of like rules not being applied evenly right we were just talking about ffp just seeing how our, our rivals kind of just like spit in the face of the rules that were just implemented, right? Um, regarding yeah, exactly. you especially also, finance. You also have, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you also ahead. had the like the like Turkish limits, like this new uh, legal implementation yeah. that the, the association did, the federation did. I mean, uh, with all the spending limits. 
and the player wages. It's a little bit different than financial fair play. It's a kind of a second obligation that was exactly, implemented yeah. uh, with this new uh, banking agreement. Uh, I mean, it's also good. It's, it's a smart uh, thing In to theory, do. But right? If it's implemented. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the that's the whole asterisk thing of the whole debate. You know, like that's the small footnote that it has. I mean, you see, like uh, there are a lot of uh, controversy about that with Fenerbahce, uh, especially we saw what happened with uh, Ozil and uh, his wages when they announced yeah. it. It looked really, really like complete rubbish. And so much again, sh- like shady. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like we, we, we still have like Aminuchebi constantly complaining about the spending limits and asking for some. <laughs> leniency <laughs> from the federation uh, in order to like we're really struggling to follow those limits uh, i think uh, it's a good thing but uh it's the whole problem with the football with, with modern football uh let's, let's so to say you can't really get anything out if, unless you don't invest and we, we're in that situation where we can't really invest so we need every bit of money that we can use every bit of help that we can use and uh i'm pretty sure that if we hadn't won the title this year our, our situation would be completely different and in a really really worse way let's say so i mean again when i think about it uh, the season like uh was really important for us i can tell you that and uh and that right now like we have to uh, carry that momentum going on and transferring though which is what we're doing i think uh, we're actually like chasing the right deals uh, so we're gonna get into this like, like in more detail, but, but again, uh, we're doing the right stuff. We're not like uh, getting out of our way like we've exactly. uh, done before uh, with Orman. Because Orman, like after after the first few years, he started like spending recklessly, and that kind of like uh, made it really bad for us in the end. Exactly. So no, it, not, it like, seems like it's the it. opposite impulse now, right? It's actually if yeah, anything, yeah. Ahmed Nurcheb is trying to sort of chill out the impulses of Sergen to try to be as competitive as possible, right? Because <laughs> um. like you can you can see it on Twitter, there is there is intense pressure from the fans, especially with this whole transfer beef we have with other clubs and everything. The well, fans yeah. want the bragging rights and they don't want to be <laughs> the one that's like yeah yeah. Like our fans don't want no one wants to be the one that's being taken a piss out of but like that's what they're trying to do in the end. Like we're just beefing at the moment, and it's that so kind of like wasteful. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. that in the transfer section. So going back to yeah. last season, um, who yeah. for you is the MVP of the year? Ah, uh, okay, <laughs> bit of a tricky question right now. I want to say Gazal. I know. I know. But I mean, we have to be. Yeah, we have to be objective about it. It was Gazal for us. Like he, he stepped up in the most key moments and like just like carried us as a, as a team and like you could have copped out like, and said like Sergei yeah. you could have said Sergei and Yeltsin nah. <laughs> you know, uh, okay, yeah. he's the manager obviously he, he has a special part in this oh that guy on the bike like, that, 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 the that got that got Rashid's <laughs> uh, contract and, uh, that couple for sure yeah but yeah I mean uh, probably Gizal uh, for yeah, sure we have to be even if he joins Galatasaray in the end but we have to be objective about it. He won us the title, man. I'm not sure if he can like perform the same next year. Even if he stays, there's no guarantee because he set his standards really, really high. That's his ceiling. Uh, for but sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he was the special player of the season. What about you? What do you who do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, that was sort of the, that's what I had settled on too. I mean, obviously, you can point to performances by uh, Joseph. Uh, Abubakar, Kyle Laren even, but but they're all kind of, I think, footnotes. And, and they're all kind of, especially the latter two, you could make the argument that without Rashid Gazal being what he was, they may not have succeeded to the extent that they did, right? Yeah, exactly. So. That, that's the thing. I mean, like, yeah, we kind of, like, his performance, like, his uh, like performance in the end kind of depends on the tactics that we, we've imposed. We've, like, really relied on him and he stepped up. I'm not sure if it will be the same this season, uh, given the squad that we're planning to uh, form, uh, with yeah, many special players well-rounded. coming in. Yeah, yeah. He, he might he might have he might have a less uh, response. Like he might have less of a Pivotal. responsibility. 
maybe yeah. that's pivotal if yeah. he comes yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. Well, all right, exactly. let's do that. I mean, I think that, that's it. Let, let's move. Let's shift our focus because I think. Uh, I mean, unless do you have any other sort of final notes about the last season, you know, that you want to make? Any sh- special well, I mean, shoutouts? Uh, I really want to say that, like, okay, like, uh, it's not really related to the season or the performance, but like <laughs> seeing the season out, like, we had to make sure. Uh, we carried on with Sargan and uh, we did that no matter what because we, like, with, with our planning and like with our uh, plans for the future as a club uh, we need to have Sargan there as the guy who is yeah. forming the team and who is forming the tactics and like carrying this like tradition that we had in the 90s you know we started to form that back on and uh, I, I don't really I'm not really arsed about like which players we're going to sign as long as Sargan is there and like Seeing him stay was the important thing for me at the end of the season, uh, given that he only had a one-year contract. Uh, we managed to do that and I'm like really confident that uh, no matter what happens, uh, maybe we can like have a really disappointing season this year. In the long term, it will benefit us. And like he showed it this season, like no one was expecting us to do uh, this well, like win the title. I mean, like it was a reach, especially right after the few, first few matches of the season, it looked like a mess. Uh, yeah. He managed to just like unite the team and unite the players, and he managed to create really, really special uh, characters out of players that we've probably written off in the past, like Lara and Nevran. We're just like dubbing him as a flop, and right Definitely. now he's a, he's he's one of the stars of the team. So Sarian made that happen, and like in order to carry on this project, we have in mind we had to keep him, and we managed to do that. So that's what. Uh, <laughs> that's that's Mission the thing that makes me the, yeah yeah sure. that made me happy the most. Let's say that's the thing that made me happy the most. Yeah, <laughs> that's not yeah, and I guess that's one thing that uh, amidst all the stress of the transfer window, uh, that's that's definitely I think a good positive point to reflect on. You know, from the last season going into this, is that Sergen was the the needed continuity, and so that being accomplished was probably the biggest check you know box checked for the whole for the whole summer so yeah, yeah that's, that's 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 the positivity we need to, to 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 carry into this next portion of the episode now very briefly i should mention you mentioned kyle laren uh quick news flash he was injured on national team duty he was really ripping it up in the gold cup uh he was leading the cup he, he could have had the golden boot but he got injured uh, he's only out for two to three weeks, though. Where, like where, where, are you, where are you watching the games? Did you actually watch the games because of the, uh, minimally, like the, the time zone thing? I, yeah, I it was just on. Like, yeah. Really yeah, there was not much else on, so I, I did. I watched a couple of the games. I didn't watch any of the U.S. men's team because I snapped that into them honestly. But I did watch Canada because I wanted to see <laughs> how, how Kyle did. Um, and yeah, yeah he, he was he was looking good. He was probably yeah. their most important player right now uh, with. Uh, both David and uh, David and um, I don't say why I said that. <laughs> David and uh, Dave is out. But I think uh, they didn't exactly. get called and up, or, or maybe they were injured. Yeah, I think they as took well. a uh, slightly we... lesser team for like I think they're saving up their their guns for the World Cup qualifiers. I, I suspect. Oh yeah, okay, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't I don't know how big of a tournament Gold Cup is. Honestly, I'm not really familiar with. Uh, <laughs> North American international football, but uh, it's yeah. you shouldn't be. It sh- it's terrible. <laughs> like somehow Qatar is in it. Like I don't even. Know. <laughs> it's 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 not pretty. <laughs> yeah, and guys like that. Haiti and like I don't know. Yeah. Martinique, yeah, Martinique, man, they were getting whooped. Um, but yeah. so I mean, it's not that's, really a balanced competition. No, no, there's like three. I mean, so the like. It, we shouldn't really spend too much time on it. Basically, you've got like the U.S., Mexico, um, yeah. Costa Rica, Jamaica sometimes, Honduras sometimes, um, Panama sometimes. Like Canada is kind of on the rise, so they they could sort of enter that that sort of uh, quote unquote elite group if if they can if this generation pans out, which it seems to be for them relatively, right? I don't think they'll cause any damage in a World Cup anytime soon. But, I mean, you know, why not? Good for them. Yeah. The maple leaves or whatever, the leaves. Um, so, here we go. Transfer window. So, that was the news on Kyle Aaron. Kyle Aaron is 
currently our only striker. Uh, I guess besides Guven Yalcin, who's back. Um, still looking a little little chubby. Yeah. A little on the chubby side. We also side. have Umuts. We also have Umuts. Didn't, oh, I thought, I thought we had permanently decided he was no longer... I mean, I, I, don't, I like him as a third striker, to be honest. Maybe even more than Guven, to be honest. honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really, really more uh, hopeful about Guven uh, when it comes to their quality and, like, what kind of a player they can become. Also, like, Guven is way younger than him, so... Well, that's why I don't, I'm not particularly... Just I'm not particularly hopeful about either of them, to be honest. I just feel like Umut Nair is the more complete striker now, so he could actually sort of fill a role as the third guy, whereas, I have to be honest, I've, I've lost my uh, my faith in Guven. My hopes are dashed, especially that loan was pretty pathetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his loan spell was really disappointing. But, I mean, uh, Sargan puts a lot of faith into him, so... Yeah, he says maybe he's a the, <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've seen it happen. But yeah, with, with Laren, uh, I think he, he has an injury. Uh, yeah, just two to three weeks. Uh, with, with, his, with, with his quadriceps, and yeah, like yeah. he will um, be sidelined for three weeks, and then he can come join uh, training camp. But the, the, the debate about Laren is that, like, we've seen reports coming up about his agent and uh, what, what their plans uh, are for the future. Uh, his agent wants him to see through his contract and leave uh, earning uh, a sign-on fee from a European club, from a bigger club. That's what he has in mind for Laren, but we don't know what Laren wants personally. And uh, There were talks about his agent pressuring him to scrap the renewal talks and just play for one last season at Besiktas and make a move. But right now, I mean, uh, he might be persuaded once he joins the team. And obviously, the Laren will make the decision for himself and his agent won't. So, uh, we might see something else happen. But for now, I mean, we might even uh, decide to just sell him and uh, put some money into our pockets. Yeah. Because, I mean, if he decides... It's time to, to just, cash in. Yeah, think about yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We might, right? we might have to. Yeah, we might have to cash in. Exactly. He, he actually like decides that he does not want to stay. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it comes down to him. But so yeah, that leaves us with, I guess. Oh man, before I even mention like rumors and stuff, I, I, t quick brief timeout. I, I should mention our uh, our training camp in Spain and all those friendlies I had announced in our last episode have it's been cancelled because of COVID but we do have another yeah. friendly scheduled now I saw yeah I haven't seen it yet uh, honestly uh, because I think I think I think all of them might be re re like rescheduled with COVID rising up everywhere you yeah. might see a lot of teams that cancelling out their trips and everything we might just do a local training camp and like play with some uh, weaker Turkish sides from the second or third division even. Uh, I think that's the most realistic thing that we're going to do. We're going to end up doing, let's say. Yeah, I, I from what I understand, um, we have already rescheduled one friendly. I think it was locally, it was in Turkey, but I don't I don't really recall. I don't, I'm not going to dig that up. It's, uh, it's with, with the, the language barrier, it's hard enough, isn't it? Uh, on air, no way. Um, so, but so yeah, well, you know, heads up on that. We're, we'll give you info before before that goes down. But um, but so yeah, unfortunately, the, the the Spanish trip is off. I was kind of looking forward to that. There was some pretty nice yeah, exactly. competition there. Um, I, I would have been, it, it would have been good for the players as well. Obviously, doing a training camp abroad is exactly. uh, definitely much more motivating than doing one local. Exactly. And especially if yeah. they could get a couple of nice performances, that could have given them a little mm -hmm. momentum. Mm -hmm. but whatever. It is what it is. Hopefully, they'll find yeah. some decent. There's still hard times despite everything, so we exactly. have to just adapt. Exactly. Um, but so anyway, so back to the to the transfer window. So we were talking striker. Um, Obviously, the biggest news that was swirling around for the longest time had been Diego Costa. Benfica oh, was man. mostly swooping in. And then now, more recently, I think a team from France is the. Uh, is the and Italy as well. Italy as well. Uh, with Mihailovic just mm. uh, deciding not to sign him. Uh, I mean, he, he, was, he was like uh, pretty much 
almost like uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the team, but I, I want to say Cagliari, but I'm not 100% sure. They were about to sign him, but their manager decided to just move for someone else rather than signing him, who is not uh, fully fit just yet because uh, he wasn't able to play for a <coughs> long time uh, during the second part of the season. I think he was out for like four or five months and still like some people aren't sure that he will be able to get back to his usual self with his age and everything. He's still relatively young in my opinion, given the Turkish standards is like 32. And I think that if he can just like mentally prepare himself, he would tear the league apart. But again, uh, what, from the latest reports that we're seeing, it's, it's still not very likely that we'll end up with him. Uh, apparently there, there are still a huge difference between his demands and what we're offering, so. Exactly, sorry. That's everything I'm aware of as well. I, I haven't heard any any positive news lately. But so then I've heard given, we're moving. Sorry. Yeah, given our given our uh, uh, let's say tendency of operating in the transfer market, I, I don't think we'll, we'll be seeing a, a signing, a striker signing until August, uh, until mid August even because that'll be last. That's what we yeah. Do. We, we, yeah, we wait until the transfer window kind of dries up and uh, kind of slows down so we can get the best players for the cheapest money you know yeah guys who are sort of desperate to yeah. get to get something work yeah. there yeah. um yeah and i suppose that sound when you're when you're where we are that, that, unless, that's unless what, you can work it out right that's what happened with gazal last season we just got exactly. him last minute and like and like lester wanted to offload him and he wasn't able to find a club exactly. so we just decided to move for him and it ended up like that was a gamble uh, and ended up paying a lot, you know? Sure did. Uh, but so, yeah. from what I've heard elsewhere, we've we've looked at, like, who else was it? Steven Jovetic, I think. Jovetic. There were a lot of names. Jovetic, uh, at some point, was Mitrovic. Mm -hmm. they, they still talk about Mitrovic, by the way. I'm, I'm not sure if really, those I are thought. actually genuine or not. But uh, there's Vilian Jose uh, from Real Vilian Jose, yeah, exactly. Um, well, um, actually, a lot of players. At, at, at a point, it was Serloff. That's right. <laughs> Which, uh, I just saw that. Ridiculous one. I just saw yeah. that Leipzig has announced he's 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 out, and uh, the German press have announced that Fenner and Trabzon are favorites. I would. I would I'm, pretty, like, I'm pretty sure that much, he won't be coming to Turkey, man. Like honestly, he seems to be. Turkey he doesn't like, want to. But like, yeah. what's funny to me is as much as we would about Galatasaray sniping Gezal if they did. Can you imagine how angry Trabzon fans would be if if Fener got him, got Sorla? Oh, that man, would yeah, be yeah, like even, suicide even, on the Black Sea, man. No especially, especially after what he's tweeted, like with all the pressure <laughs> he received and all the... Yeah, like, he was like, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it would be insane. Like, literally people would be going mad in Trabzon and like he would become the public enemy number one in, in that city you know I mean I already remember when Fenner's bus was shot at in Trabzon yeah, I can't imagine yeah, I can't imagine something like that, that might, not might happening happen again. <laughs> not to be like too dark about it right that I don't want to get that run right as far as predictions go yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. Um, I think if he comes back to Turkey he should he should stick with his club. Same goes with you, Gazal. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's, I guess, let's let's just go right to. Let's talk. We've been skirting around this the whole episode. Let's just dig yeah, in. Um, what the hell is going on with Rashid Gazal? How how could he do this to him? Like, I, I mean, we don't know. We don't know if it's it's his agent or him doing it. Right, right. To be right. honest, it might be Lester as well because from what we what we know, like what's being reported on the media. Uh, Galaxy are actually offering more money than us. Uh, like 500k? Yeah, and also to Leicester as well. Like, they've actually managed to re reach an agreement with uh, Leicester, which we haven't, by the way. Uh, and they're actually offering more money to the player. Uh, but, like, we're offering uh, other stuff, such as, like, being able to play in the Champions League and yeah. also, like, carrying on in this team. Uh, that he's accustomed to and like being an important part of his unit. Uh, obviously, we'll have to like uh, maybe adopt a different 
uh, style in Galatasaray, given that they have too many right wingers, and like he might even be employed in midfield uh, as an attacking midfielder. Uh, See, that's why it, it well. feels like a troll job. Like they, they have too many yeah. foreigners, all, all yeah, on huge contracts. They're offering yeah, this guy know. more money than we're willing to, and like more than than anyone mm -hmm. technically should off of one good season in the man's career. I mean, it's yeah. not like like Fode Koita or something where he literally yeah. had one like like it was a great season, but. Uh, it sucks so much that they're doing it. Like they don't need, yeah. the, they don't need the guy. They don't need anyone in the position. Yeah. That's, the, so that's the that's the whole part of the beef. Like like we're, we're like Bishkash fans are arguing that it was them who started it with Gazal and that we initiated this move uh, for Getson Fernandez, which ah uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah who yeah who who kind of became the fan sweetheart. After that last season, they really, really like him at Galatasaray. So uh, there's this whole beef going on, and we don't know what's going on. Maybe they're just doing this uh, since we've started it, because that, that's what they're claiming. Uh, Which it doesn't they, make they actually, sense. Yeah. Why would we even yeah. go for Jetson? We have like we just got Sally Uchan. We still we have so many no, guys in the same I'm position. Pretty, no, I'm pretty sure that we've actually like offered. Like I mean, like we pretty much submitted a bid for him to Benfica. That I'm like confident about that. I don't think there's a lie. But the question is, who started it first? That's I would thing. say, like I think yeah. maybe we've done it since, but because it does, like before the beef, right? We we had we, we we locked in Sal Uchan. We mm -hmm. have in yeah. our midfield already in the center. We have Joseph and Nejib in the back. That's fairly solid. Um, Dodorkan could theoretically still be be gotten apparently. Uh, which I didn't expect. Um, we have Ozan, uh, Sally Uchan, Adem Lijic. Um, I feel like I'm still forgetting someone as well. Who am I yeah, forgetting? Like, uh, oh, well, obviously Topal. Alex. Mehmet Topal, exactly. Alex Teixeira, supposedly, like the, the next the next one. And we've been doing a lot of work on the back end to get that going. Hopefully, hopefully. Right, we'll, done, we'll get there too. But so amidst all of that stuff, and this is like, why would we additionally go for Jetson before locking in guys like Gazelle and Rosia? I honestly think maybe Galatasaray even planted that rumor as an excuse for them to go after Gazelle. But like, either way, I don't even get that because why do they need to go for Gazelle? They don't need wingers. Like, none of this makes sense, man. Yeah. yeah. Ah, it yeah. pisses me off. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, they also, like, tried to, like, uh, chat up uh, Rosia at a certain yeah, point. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Reportedly, even though their president like disregarded those rumors on live TV, we don't know. Uh, well, I think he said he said we're not gonna we're gonna we're not gonna pursue someone who says that the child of Besiktas or whatever. But yeah. it's important yeah. to note that he said that in response to the rumors of Galatasaray offering, and so basically, in, in a way, Rosier confirmed that there was some smoke, like some fire behind that smoke, essentially yeah, by, perhaps, by basically yeah. saying. Yeah. He's not interested, so and, and so he only said if a guy says that we're not we're we're, we're not gonna pursue them, which means maybe he stopped if anything, right? But like, yeah, I don't know, I don't I don't like. Yeah, we we, we managed to like sign him. He's probably he's probably the next player that's gonna be announced. Yeah, uh, four point five million and uh, twenty percent sell-on clause. Four years. Uh, if, 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 yeah, four years, and also like I, I'm not actually mad uh, about the contract. It's like one point five. Oh, great. Million uh, euros per year, and uh, we actually got a player who's still pretty young and uh, who can make a big jump in terms of uh, his ability and his uh, value, and well, a player that we can profit off of. No? Have you heard the rumor? So apparently, Gladys and I bumped up the. They made us Price. bump up our offer about half a million or so. But so supposedly, uh, Rosier. Deducted X amount from his salary to compensate that himself. I mean, that might be a little bit of a romanticization in the press or something, but that's, yeah, that's I mean, the rumor. Uh, it's not really really. It's not really realistic, but like given the <laughs> given the sums right now, looking at it, I think that like we wouldn't be able to like sign him for anything below uh, this mark or whereabouts. You know, like four million, four point five. Okay, like we're talking about a player who made a big jump last season, like and like in today's markets, like four four million, four point one million, is actually a really really low amount for a player that's considering his age, his resale value. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's crazy. exactly exactly. So like, I, I don't think like we've actually like 
uh, ended up doing a bad deal, you know? No, and uh, he's really so, ambitious too. I think exactly um, like he even like he was the one I was the most worried about losing relative to Gazelle because I think he even said like it would be hard for him to turn out an offer from a really you know when Marseille were were snooping around yeah. like yeah exactly like honestly like uh, this will be kind of a hot take but I mean he could have played for the French national team in this year given the horrific performance of Pavard and their right backs like. He could have been called up. I was going to say the same. Yeah. My hot take is going to be that he he's so ambitious, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he ends up on the French. Yeah, he, can, can, yeah. he can make it like uh, one day, for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, and he's clearly, like... Now that he's, I mean, basically official um, as a re-signee, yeah. uh, I think I can say this. I think he might be the best right-back I've seen, and, and I'm sorry, Gokhan Gonul. He was, that's a... For sure, solid no, no, competitor like, for the position, but yeah, and like Gakan, like Steinfurst when he was 32, like was kind of past exactly. his prime. He was still good, but like Rosier is like right in his prime, and he's like entering his such prime, dominating. Yeah, and he was so solid. Exactly, like such a dominating fullback performance, like wingback performance from any player in recent years. Honestly, if I have to be completely <laughs> honest. I said this in the last episode. Obviously, Rashid Gazal is the more important player in some sort of a vacuum, you know, um, given his contributions. But I, I argued that Rosier would probably be the harder to replace insofar as you're re not just replacing a really good player. He's a good player at a position that's hard to find. It's hard to find a good fullback, in, in my experience. And then additionally, yeah. on top of that, it's, you definitely can't replace the fact that he's young, could have a high resale value you know there's so many factors yeah. that went into that. as an asset as an asset uh, to be honest as an asset he's more valuable than Gazal, in my opinion absolutely how, how hard is it in the, like look at all the clubs in the world like finding a good fullback is one of the challenges i think of any yeah manager. exactly precisely because in, mo in modern game like it's really important you see you see, like you've seen the euros and how how much of an impact the wing backs had, like with Spinazzola, uh, with Maile from Denmark, with Luke Shaw, like wing backs changed the tournament, so it was really important. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Shaw was really solid, by the way. Yeah, I know you must have been mm -hmm. a little gutted by that uh, final match, but shouts to him. Um, but so yeah, <laughs> moving. Sorry, moving on. Um, so I think that we sort of graced over to the midfield, so that we didn't mention Mehmet Topal. Uh, we haven't signed. talked about, yeah, we haven't talked about uh, Teixeira yet either, like you know, or Teixeira. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean that he's the he's a player that I'm most excited about. Honestly, Diego Costa. Everyone, like we have a lot of big names coming up in the media, but Teixeira for me is the most special one among them because, like, a few years back before he decided to go to China for the money, uh, Liverpool was trying to like sign him and they, like mm -hmm. re reportedly even offered around like 30 million for him. Uh, because he, he was he was a really big player in the Ukrainian Premier League, and he actually dominated the league, even though it, he wasn't like playing in every game. Like he broke the record. Yeah. I mean, he didn't break a record. I'm sorry, he didn't break a record, but he ended up being the top goal scorer, even though he left mid-season, which is Crazy. really like remarkable when you look at it. Yeah. No, so uh, I, mean, I mean, I honestly, my my, my gonna again, it could be a hot take. I don't I don't want to cast Gazala aside yet given that he could theoretically resign but seriously if we got Alex Teixeira I don't even like I'd be sad if we didn't get Gazelle but I'd, I'd already sort of I'd already have my my Alex jersey happily you know I wouldn't yeah. <laughs> about it you know yeah. what I mean yeah, and like because I like, feel like he could have way, even more of a positive impact theoretically yeah, yeah, right? in a way it would, it would be our compensation you know like for sure like we would have that like like that Gear of player like that, we're workers of a player that can step up and carry the team uh, the like in, in Alex, you know, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. That impactful player, that like key player uh, for us, you know, like who like this always for us last season, like Alex for sure, like the share can become that player, mm -hmm. definitely. definitely. And like, uh, again, like, yeah, we haven't actually seen him uh, play in Europe for the last three years and. I'm pretty sure that he's excited to come back here. Yeah. He, uh, like he had a he had a really really expensive contract. He probably made a Rather, lot of money. Yeah. 
already. So our competition, so, let's mention it. Our competition is, is in Dubai, supposedly. But I, 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 along the lines of what you're just saying, I think that might be our advantage, is that we, we provide European football, the Champions League, guaranteed. Um, you know, and, and it's not like we're not going to pay the dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously we're gonna pay him like I think like around like two point five, two point six, uh, plus the sign-on bonus. There you go. Uh, so we we are actually like offering him a, a good amount of money still, but like it's nowhere comparable to what uh, he might earn in Dubai. But the thing is, again, uh, the competition is also quite different from here and there, you know. Exactly, and so, he's already gotten his big. I mean, it's a, right? yeah, yeah exactly. Said. It's a matter. Of, yeah, it's a matter of. <laughs> deciding if he wants to earn more or get back into this main stage and this old glory uh, chasing. Yeah, and uh, obviously uh, we've got our general manager Joseph Souza on the job as well. So yeah, my man agent. Mm -hmm. Big up. Shout out um, to him. But so yeah, I, mean, I think we do have a couple advantages. I hope we press them and uh, we see that through. That would be a huge... I, I honestly feel like if, if, if we confirmed uh, just Salyuchan, Mehmet Topal to sort of shore up our depth in the midfield. Add Alex Teixeira, you know, lock in Rosier. I have very few concerns. Like, I don't even care who that striker is at the end of the day. As long yeah, as it's yeah, someone who has two legs yeah. and, and knees, kneecaps, <laughs> you know, two. Yeah. Um, I'm happy. Yeah, know. we might, we might, we, 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 we have Kenan Karaman and I, I'm really, like, uh, if I'm being honest, also I'm excited about him and like what Sergen can uh, make out of him as a player. Okay, we've seen him play as a winger uh, in a 4-4-2, uh, like partnering up with uh, Barak sometimes even in the national team. But at Besiktas, I'm pretty sure that we will be watching him in a different role and in a different style. Uh, and I mean, unless he takes on, that uh, Laren role on the wing, he could he could yeah, yeah, yeah. the I same. Mean, yeah, they're, they're similar players, but I, I'm pretty sure that we're going to use him differently. Uh, because I think he's, he's he's a bit more technical than Laren. Okay, Laren is more physical. Yeah. He's more fast and he's yeah. more uh, strong, but uh, Kanan is more technical than Laren for sure. He's uh, more talented on the ball, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I don't know, he, honestly. Yeah. I don't know much. I haven't seen a whole lot. Yeah. I, I don't follow yeah. the national side too. You know, I'm more mm -hmm. of a. I'm, I'm all about Beshik Tats, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 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 I get you. I get you, man. Honestly. But so. Uh, know, but yeah. I'm all, I'm all yeah, ears. If that's the case, I, I, I like what I hear. So we, um, yeah, we have him. We, we might even like use him as a striker because actually that's his like main natural. position. Like, yeah, I think he's listed. Yeah, yeah. In the Bundesliga, he always played as a striker. Uh, or moving forward, uh, we we need uh, like at least one striker in my opinion for sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe another midfielder that can play both ways. Like that's why we're probably like trying to sign Getson, uh, a player that can like play on both sides of the pitch and uh, but has a more of a Attack oriented play play style uh, because like they already have a lot of like strong anchormans and like those box box midfielders and like both defense mind the defense minded uh, minded players and uh, Joseph Topal and Tibo but like we, we might need to uh, get another player to just increase the depth in that situation. Also, uh, we definitely definitely need to sign a few. Defenders, because we really don't have anyone besides we have Daniel two. And yeah. at the moment. We have two. Yeah, uh, and, so and we have like, some like young youngers, but yeah, we have some young players, but I'm not sure if they can like step up. I wouldn't. Like, yeah, I wouldn't bank on yeah. that. Really no, important I, games, you know. I really like the two Turkish options. You know, there's like Arda and Abdul Kadim. If I forgot where they're, I think one of them from Gençler and the other from. Mm -hmm. I forgot. Mm -hmm. We want to, we we really wanted to sign Kahn, but like there's no way that we can yeah, afford him right now. Like pricey. six million, it's it's a bit difficult. That's why we're probably waiting on for Sassuolo to decide. Maybe like uh, they figure out that they they won't be getting any good offers for him. They might decide to just loan him out uh, in With order for him to showcase himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. showcase himself. So we might get him on loan uh, around the end of the window. So I'm still like. Uh, hopeful. I think the club is also waiting on that a bit because yeah, the and they limits, probably yeah. they want their money up front. But I guess if if it comes down to it, maybe we can do like a two plus four option, you know, like with a fifty percent obligatory thing, you know, whatever, you know, like we can we can yeah yeah, yeah. orchestrate <laughs> once that once they have a little pressure on them. Um, exactly. 
And that's one thing, at least our rivals are not in desperate need of that position. Unless, I guess, Fener signs or, or sells. Again, Gal Galatas, Galatas are also interesting convert. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah, like, we're still like chasing uh, players that uh, Galatas are also interested in. Uh, so we're in this like battle with them for many so, players. Okay, we want the battle for Rosier because. I have to say, how. Like, I typically support the Turkish side for the coefficient, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've never wanted Gladys and I to lose in a qualifier for the Champions League more. <laughs> like, if they lose I mean, against yeah. PSV, it pretty much finishes all conversations, right? Yeah, I mean, for sure, since they won't be able to play in the Champions League, that, that will be a. If Gisell is like, well, I can go to the team power. in the yeah. Europa League or the team in the Champions League, come on. It's not even a. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, technically, when you want to look at it from that perspective, the country coefficient thing doesn't really get <laughs> spat out because they might still like earn us points in the Europa League, you know? I was going to say, it's probably more likely yeah. that they do. And I think yeah. you get less yeah. points, but still, if you win more, you'll, yeah. you'll get more points regardless. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah I, I think, I think the, mo the most points we've collected was at the time where we were playing the quarterfinals. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we gathered the most points during that year, so like playing in the Europa League isn't really a waste in that aspect. Not at all, yeah. But no, sure, especially yeah, if you can win. Sure. And it's yeah, more likely I mean, you can win there. It, like, like Galatasaray played in the Champions League for the last two years and what happened, like they lost all games and like we ended yeah. up getting nada in coefficient, you know? Like, and they didn't even have so, like, they didn't have a, a plan really. Like their whole team was mm -hmm. just these older guys. Like, like they're still rolling out Babel, you know? Come on, like, uh, screw them. Yeah, it really doesn't make sense. That's why they're trying to like, <laughs> Going to this like rebuilding, stealing all of our guys, yeah, yeah, bastard. <laughs> bastard. But yeah, I mean, we're coming, we're coming in with a good plan, and if we can like actually employ those players that we're chasing, uh, I think we'll have a really, really strong squad. Yeah. And give me uh, Alex me... and Rosier and like a striker with two yeah. knees, uh, and and I'm gonna be happy. Yeah. Like, and like I wouldn't be surprised. You you um, you you do your have your like uh, expectations low, bro, bro. Come on, we need a good striker, man. Not that I know, no. Yeah, but, but you know, like I actually feel like we're probably gonna get Jenk back as our like second striker. Oh. You know, he's basically yeah, it, been it let go. Sense. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, that's yeah, why I'm a little less worried. Like I feel like as the as the the deadline approaches, people are gonna be surprised to find out how many options we actually have, and so. You know, I, I feel like we're gonna make that work somehow. Frankly, like I'm not, uh, and like with Jank, he's obviously not gonna—he's gonna be out for another four months or something. Anyway, but you know, I—I I don't know. I—I I feel if if we can get the core guys, like Alex, will attract. You know, I, I think anyone who's looking at us as a, as a project for them to sign on to, when they see guys like that, they'll be mo much more inclined. You know, I think they'll be like, oh wow, this team could actually. Make a little noise, maybe, you know, in the Champions League. So, you know, I, I feel okay about the striker thing. I'm just really concerned about, like, if we lose Gazal, we definitely need Alex. If we don't get Alex mm -hmm. Lichetta, we definitely, like, I, I I would be so sad to see us lose Gazal to freaking Galatasaray and then for us to, like, actually be left out in the cold a little bit, like, needing talent for our offense. Yeah, That's man, definitely. Fun. So, like, yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that like, we will find someone for that role. Well, we're not going to be going for with Lyage or uh, Boyd, I guess, as a right winger. <laughs> but, I mean, we will definitely get some players, but like, the question is, will uh, we will be able to like have the same quality we had for those specific positions last year, you know? Uh, it's a matter of uh, being able to replace the performance. And not the players itself in exactly. that in that sense, but the performance yeah. uh, really doesn't matter which player. Or at least like the end role, up okay. right? Like if somebody can yeah. get the ball on, even if it's Laren, like he can score 19 goals mm -hmm. if somebody can put the ball on his head. So yeah, it doesn't have to mm -hmm. be Rashid Gizal if, if somebody else wants to step up. But yeah, as long as they get that person, I, I don't think it's it's going to be Tyler Boyd unless he has a a, a Laren like growth spurt uh but at, at positionally right like at, at the wing um yeah I, I wouldn't hold my breath for any of that just like i'm not for guven yelchin um <laughs> although i think actually while we speak of tyler boyd sergan has kind of had a soft spot for him right like he didn't want to let go of him for a while and uh or he kept him around the squad training like even you know so who knows but mm -hmm. um what 
Where does that leave us? Uh, we talked about central defenders. I talked about Arda and Abdul Karim. There was talk of Diego Godin from Atletico. Yeah, it just like recently 35. came up, huh? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I I really don't see the point. I mean, if we're gonna sign him, like, okay, uh, I think I think the problem with him is uh, he's earning 3.2 uh, at Cagliari at the moment, and uh, for that specific reason, they want to like offload him because they don't want to pay like that much money for a player so, yeah, of his so age, even though he's quality. Yeah, yeah, he's a quality player, but like, I mean, maybe like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that like. Uh, those news came up because we kind of inquired about a situation, but uh, I, I'm not sure if we, we would be paying more than a million. And uh, let's face it, he's not going to sign for that sum. It was just a basic uh, yeah. question of uh, seeing if he was available or not, and I don't think he is. That I don't think that whole saga will develop any further, honestly. And like, there's no point of, in my personal opinion, there's no point of signing a 35-year-old player. We okay, have we our starters, and we have our starters. We don't need another foreigner as a backup. Yeah, I mean, unless yeah, it's like like Montero. Like what was nice about Montero was that theoretically he could develop into something, into a valuable asset. But since that, like, so you know, taking another gamble on like a younger but like you know somewhat established defender with a bigger team or something, I, I see the logic in it, but I don't see the logic mm-hmm. in going with an old guy like that. I yeah, yeah. I mean, like, since, since we need two, and uh, if it's going to be affordable, okay, uh, I can't really complain about us trying to sign a plus 30 player, let's say, but, uh, like, given our, uh, we've, we've been talking about this whole project thing, like, it doesn't really fit our agenda, it doesn't really fit our project, you know, we, we really, really can't afford to pay that much money for uh, a player that old, you know? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay, if he's going to play for... A six-figure sum, sign me up for sure. And uh, yeah, he can exactly. uh, contribute to the depth. He can be, he like can be a mentor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he can be a mentor to a young, uh, to our younger players. Uh, he can contribute a lot of ways, but like we can't really afford to pay a lot of money, like we did with Pepe. You know, yeah. okay, he was he was really good. He was really good. He actually helped us a lot in that uh, Champions League uh, rally we had, but. Uh, in the end, uh, you, you remember how he left, so exactly. I mean, I mean if, at this point, doesn't really make much sense. If someone came in with like an outrageous offer for for like Vita, then maybe we could replace Vita with something like that. Yeah. But yeah, not, not yeah. given that we yeah. already have Vita, yeah. who's on a pretty serious two, two, contract. Like, yeah, two old players, okay, yeah. Very and well like, like, Yeah, yeah. I don't know how old. He probably like is. Re- yeah, we're not paying that much for rent. He's like he's one of the players that. Uh, uh, I think uh, I'm trying to remember his wages. Yeah, he's 32, but like I'm trying to remember his wages. Like he's not making that much. I think he's paying for one million, something like that. So technically, he doesn't have this like huge uh, burden on the financial uh, situation of the team. The, our wage budget is not that much of a uh, problem for us. So we can't really uh, argue about it. And given how he performed last year, okay, one million for him is actually not that bad. Given that we have Lajic and. Yeah. I don't know, Lance and Douglas that like pretty much <laughs> Oh, that's new. Uh, uh, Douglas is out, did yeah. you hear? Yanni Malatya bought him. Uh, is it official yet? Is, is it, I don't is it know. Official yet? I, it was an Uzel with uh, you know what are they what's what are they called? Um not Haber nineteen hundred what what's what's what, what is what is the Whatever, Murat, uh, Murat Uzen. Yeah, yeah, Murat Uzen, yeah, yeah. No, no, that, that's not Orta Chizgi. Orta Chizgi, there it is. Yeah, it was an Orta Chizgi yeah, Uzel, yeah. so uh, it sounds like it could be legit. Um, so that'd be, that'd be useful. I, I mean, I am, in a weird way, <clears throat> I still feel odd that we never even saw him play. I don't know if you read the report, but uh, apparently we're going to pay some of his wages still. Yeah, you expect uh, But that, at, I mean. at, at this point, he has one year, and uh, technically it's just a deduction of our... <laughs> I mean, like we were kind of getting rid of some exactly. expense at least. So exactly, yeah. okay, why not? Because he's gonna just he's just gonna sit around doing nothing if we decide to like not sell him. At this point, it makes sense for me because last year we just paid a lot of money for no reason that for a player that we can't even use. He didn't play in the park game. Uh, we ended up playing lens in it and in the worst way possible. We have Lance, probably uh, he will sign for Karaginic, hopefully, uh, so we're offloading two players. I hope we could also sell Lajic. Uh, yeah, 
especially for well, bringing I mean, Alex. But, yeah. And given the fact that he's earning four million, he's the highest earner. I thought he may and have. Uh, I thought that was not. With bonus, with, with, with bonuses, I think like given that we won the title and like ended up qualifying for the Champions League, he kind of like, just ticked all those boxes in his oh, contract man. and like so I think this, oh, this I year. See. Yeah, his payout was around four million. That's what people are saying. Okay, wow. normally he's making around like three, three point two, but with all the bonuses, bang, you know, it it's four million now. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a shame. Obviously, you can't sell him until you know you have someone in that position, because otherwise he could yeah. be pretty vital. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely, that's not very feasible salary-wise. Um, where does that leave us? Who else? So I guess keeper. We haven't heard much. Um, about uh, Nice. Yeah, the, we reported that there were bids for Arsene around the mark of six million, I guess. But I mean, I'm not sure if uh, those rumors actually <laughs> were true or not. Uh, and I, I'm not even sure if there was an official offer uh, yeah. from the French side. But I they ratcheted uh, it up. I suppose it was six. We, we we wanted like twelve. They they came in with like eight, and then that was the last I heard. Um, well, like I mean, a, it's all like it's all talks right now. Exactly, I'm not sure if they're yeah. like legit. That's the thing because like uh, I think it was uh, our vice president who said like we didn't actually receive any official offers for Arsenal. It was just inquiries uh, from fair yeah. agents and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So we don't really have uh, anything solidified there. But still, like uh, I know for a fact that uh, if something happens, like uh, we're actually in talks with Pashekshev over Matt. Uh, and we actually want to sign him if Arsene ends up leaving because let's face it, Uko is nowhere. No way. <laughs> yeah. that quality. Yeah. I mean, play. honestly, you could bring in Matt either way, right? At least because he's he's already been backing up occasionally. Actually, I don't I don't think it's like a step down for him <laughs> um, if if Arsene yeah, does yeah. stay. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't be against it. Um, he's probably not too expensive, right? Yeah, I wouldn't expect him to be, but we, we really don't know because it, <laughs> it depends on Rush actually, really. Yeah, exactly. And what they said as far as that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with Arsene, I mean, I, I prefer Arsene over Matt any day because he's younger and I think yeah. mentality-wise, uh, I actually admire Arsene a lot uh, given his age and everything. 100%. He's the Turkish Donnarumma, come on. <laughs> That's right. That's right. For sure. Yeah. No, I, I love Arsene. I think his future could be real bright, honestly. Um, I think that about covers us, man. I, I keep trying to like think of other stuff to get you to talk about, but I, we, we really don't have any other players that were like okay, like you, you always see some names thrown out in the media on the daily, but yeah, I mean uh, nothing like we really good. Don't have, yeah, we don't have to talk about like yeah, yeah. The, the like fanatic rumors, I guess. Um, yeah, 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 for too much rumors, but sh- rumors. No, we're not gonna do that. Yeah, I'm trying. But, I can't think. But, yeah, I mean, Think of any other big ones? Yeah, I guess that guy covers us, man. You have any anything That's to plug? Any projects upcoming? Uh, not really, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like cruising at the moment. I have some stuff going on in my life, nothing related to the social media. <laughs> stuff that I'm chasing. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really active at the moment, but who knows what the future holds? I don't know for yet, but yeah, I just. I mean, I'm really excited about the Champions League and the game we're gonna play there. I might like start. Uh, writing pieces on uh, several blogs. Nice. I've actually had some people reaching out, but uh, I'll see. I'm, I'm like, at the moment, I'm really, really busy. I can't lie. And I, I really don't have the time to uh, spend uh, on writing stuff and researching uh, like I used to do. Well, send people my way. If you're busy, you could always send, <laughs> send them my way. I don't mind filling in. But- of course, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to plug you yeah you yeah cap, like i can do that no why not i've, I've been writing a lot lately so could, could be cool um but definitely look follow this man he's always like all all best all the time um probably <laughs> probably break stuff before for a news place well, or something. I'm, I'm, I'm for sure for sure i'm less serious when i tweet yeah well, uh, this podcast like, i was like wait more soon yeah That's it's good. right at the moment i'm just like yeah jokes flying and like memes and stuff but I don't mind it. Actually, I like it doing that. So, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're interested in Mishikash and if you <laughs> like reading funny tweets, and if you like jokes, good tweets, yeah. I guess. Yeah. If you like jokes, yeah. Just uh, give me a follow, drop me a follow. 
reach out to me, DM me. I, I'm always active. The, at Aaron E. Armstrong. I gotta forget that. Can't forget the E. Um, a A R O N E Armstrong. I don't have to spell it out. It's pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, uh, it's pretty, pretty obvious. Clear. Yeah. No, no yeah. surprises <laughs> there. One of the most generic names that are out there, but yeah, yeah. But dude, it was great to have you on. Thank you so much, as always. Um, yeah, man, it was a pleasure for me as well. I always like enjoy uh, talking about this stuff with you, and also like, yeah, thank, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hopefully, right. hopefully, we, hopefully, we, uh, we haven't left out anything, and hopefully the listeners will actually enjoy. I think it's it off. Yeah, yeah. Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.